What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. I'm sorry about last week. Um, we had a guest cancel, and yeah, they just couldn't make it onto the podcast. And you know what? I decided to take the week off. It was really nice um, just to have the opportunity to just kind of hang out and yeah, enjoy the week, I guess, more or less. But we're back with another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Bounds Network. Again, if this is your first episode, thank you so much for tuning in. If it's not and you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Also, if you haven't checked out our merch, you can do so in the link down in the description below. We have coffee mugs, we have coffee, we have socks, we have all kinds of cool stuff. So be sure to check that out. But anyways, let's dive into this week's episode and we are chatting to Rasmussen Patterson from Denmark. Uh, He's currently hanging out in Mallorca with the Team Pursuit team working on his track uh, fitness and working on his road fitness, getting ready for the season. But yeah, we sit down and we chat about the 2020 Olympic Games or 2021 for that matter. We chat about how he conquered and got a silver medal uh, at the Olympics and all the drama that was laying behind that, as well as we chat about world championships and yeah, just what what are his goals coming up and who is he? And uh, we kind of get to know him a little bit more. And some of you guys came through on Instagram to ask him a few questions. So we even had the pleasure to sit down and chat through some of those questions but anyways enough hearing from me let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode but first hear a quick message from the sponsors and back for another ad is spot spot covers your medical bills up to twenty thousand dollars each time you get injured spot will cover your actual out-of-pocket cost instead of a fixed fee in a world where many people are under or uninsured with sky high deductibles spot fills that gap that is sorely lacking in the outdoor space spot has no deductible and is a monthly subscription can be canceled at any time Spot works whether you have health insurance or not, while Spot works with and covers a lot of cyclists, mountain bikers. Spot policies cover you 24-7 worldwide, whether you're ripping a crit, skiing a black diamond, chopping up food in your kitchen, or climbing Mount Everest. Guys, Spot is as cheap as, I think, $29.99 or something crazy like that. So be sure to go check them out at croom.getspot.com. That's croom.getspot.com. Also back for another episode this week is Twisted Spoke. But guys, I'm coming at you with a different style of ad. Go check out Twisted Spoke and uh, on, and on their website at twistedspokecbd.com. But what I want you to do is instead of purchasing it from their website, go to your local bike shop or go to your local bike retailer and tell them that you want Twisted Spoke CBD. They can actually order it now through any of the distributions, whether that's QBP, Holly, or any of those other platforms. So go ask your bike shops to stock Twisted Spoke so you can have some of the best recovery product and CBD product on the market right now. And again, like I said, these guys are cyclists, so they know what we need as athletes. And yeah, that that's what you guys need to do. So go ask your local bike shop to stock some Twisted Spoke CBD and purchase it today. Also back for another episode is Bike Hardcore. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you go check out Bike Hardcore at bikehardcore.com. They have some of the best cleaning products that you can use on your bike. They even came out with this product called Swexy Clean. So for you non-cyclists, you skiers even, this is how we wash our clothes and they don't smell like sweat. My biggest pet peeve is when I wash my clothes and I pull them out and they still smell dirty. And I know that sounds really fucking gross, but yeah, Twisted Spoke has created, I mean, not Twisted Spoke, sorry, 
Bicard Core has created this um, this product called uh, Swexy Clean, and all you have to do is go to www.bicardcore.com, and you can actually follow a link through there to check out Swexy Clean. It's awesome. So uh, check them out at bicardcore.com. That's bicardcore.com. Other than that, enough of my word gibberish and me messing up these ads. I do these ads off the cuff. I believe in every single one of these products that I use. And that's why I try to make these ads authentic. So check out these products. They are what keeps this podcast going and I'm super thankful, but let's dive in to this week's episode. What's going on guys. Welcome back to another episode of coffee and van chats. I'm sitting here with Rasmus Patterson from Denmark. Currently where are you at? You in Mallorca? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's hanging out in Mallorca, getting a training camp in with the Team Pursuit guys, I'm assuming. Um, but anyways, how are you doing, man? How are things going? I'm doing, doing fine. The weather is perfect down here. And uh, yeah, haven't had much of a rainy day, so it's just yeah, perfect for training. Yeah, no, right on. Yeah, I'm dealing with snow right now, so it's oh. pissing snow here in Colorado Springs. But anyways, let's let's dive into a little bit about you, man. Like I, I, I kind of latched on to you when I saw, well, first, you know, you're one of the best team pursuers in the world right now, um, which is pretty, pretty awesome. But I latched on to you from, from one of the photos that you posted. You used to be a little big boy, chunky boy. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and now you're still a big boy, but you're just a ball of fucking muscle. You're just like walking <laughs> muscle. So yeah, tell us a bit about your story, how you fell into cycling and, and, and yeah, how you came about. Um, yeah, it all started when I was just like a young kid from Denmark and just growing up near the track in, in my hometown called Odense. Uh-huh. Um, used to drive around the velodrome there. I have a couple of, of friends uh, I drove with, and yeah, the years gone by, and I started getting better at cycling, of course, uh, especially on the road, where I think my highlights would be a third at the World Championship in Richmond, actually. Oh wow! Um, yeah, uh, when I was when I was a junior, so uh, a couple of highlights there, and then I was in the pursuit of getting to Rio, actually, um, in 2016. But was the kind of the last guys uh, that got yeah, dropped uh, yeah. from the bunch there, so it was a real bummer. Uh, and I thought to myself that um, maybe I shouldn't pursue this dream anymore, and maybe I should start yeah studying and just yeah. hanging out with some friends. So, so um, the next couple of years, actually two years, I was just like hanging out, partying, uh, getting yeah. drunk, and uh, <laughs> having fun. <laughs> Yeah, and then then my team coach, our captain Casper uh, Jorgensen, uh, actually called me up and said if I ever wanted to to pursue the dream again, I could just start cycling again and I get into the project. And then on, it just took off. Uh, I came like I think I think actually three weeks after I stopped studying, I was uh, going to the European Championship in Glasgow, and yeah, we have just yeah. No, yeah, because you you guys you guys took off pretty fast, and I mean I remember, so I think it was 2017, I believe, or 2018. We were at, uh, I think it was, it was Poland, and yeah. and and that's when we really started to see the team pursuit teams kind of come together and really start to do new things, try new things, try different things, and uh, you guys were always very short pulls, like, you know from the gun you would take like one lap pulls almost and now you guys are moving to that three to four lap pull model 
where guys yeah. are taking big, big, long pulls. And so I guess, did that kind of come about when Dan came into the project or did you guys kind of always just like start to progress as you guys started to try new things? Because I mean, as a, such a small country, you guys were probably some of the innovators just as much as, you know, Hoob Watt Bike. But was that because of Dan or just because you guys wanted to try new things? Um, Dan definitely helped us a lot, uh, but he came in a bit after there. Uh, I think we began to to really work work with uh, Dan about uh, like 2019. I think he came into the project and helped us. Um, yeah. So actually, before that, we just looked at at Australia. I think uh, was one of the guys that really tried to use this uh, this way of uh, of getting some of the guys to to take a big better chunks. Of, uh, of the leads and so on. So we just, yeah, saw what other people were doing and we tried uh, exploring that ourselves and tried to testing it out. And then we went from, sometimes we had the guy doing the starts, he only did uh, one and a quarter uh, lap starts. Yeah. And then we just tried to, to do longer and take uh, two rounds pulls. And we just saw that it worked, uh, worked better. Uh, everyone uh, became better and it worked uh, uh, more um, when we see, but what can I see? Um, it it worked better when you are on the on the tails uh, because yeah. you 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 don't really get get that much slipstream before because it was like forty five seconds and then you had to take a turn again and then now you have much more time to recover on the on the wheel. Yeah, and then you're just able to take crazier, longer pulls. Yeah, and they're not much of a spike. Yeah, and so and and I guess let's let's dive into a bit of the Olympics because I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 weren't my biggest fan during my olympic podcast which i don't think the entire danish team liked me during because i, I thought italy was going to win and we're all over that yeah. now we're over that now um but <laughs> but but yeah let's let's dive into the olympics because it was that was a big drama pool like that was just the craziest thing i could experience what was it like being an athlete during that time like trying to just like keep your head straight i mean i'm not, i'm not even talking about winning the bike race or even trying to set a world record. I mean, at this point, you guys are just worrying about like, I mean, there's bike failures, there's people running into the back of each other, there's about to be fights in the infield over somebody wearing fucking shin tape. So it's it's mental right now. And so what was it like as an athlete, I guess, at the Olympics dealing with that? Um, it was like being in a reality show. It's just really? so much drama yeah, uh, around everyone and, and the media going crazy and everything you see on social media is just going ballistic uh, at our writers even. Uh, so it was a, a mad time to be to be in because it wasn't what you expected to be. Uh, you yeah. thought the Olympics was just like similar to the world championship before. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, then we just, yeah. It was well, breakfast breakfast is always hard to go to sometimes you know because like everybody's cool everybody's too cool to say hey you know you you know you're both there to ride the bikes right like you know who it, people are at this point there's only eight teams right so that's 32 a minimum of 32 people right some upwards of some teams have six people but anyways you're at breakfast with these people and there's there's borderline like you know who who filed and we're not even going to call out teams but you know who's filing you know, X, Y, and Z protest, and you, you see them at breakfast the next morning. So how cold was breakfast in the morning? And I mean, I'm not talking about your food, but just like being in that element. And I mean, it probably helped that COVID was a thing because everybody was spread out. But yeah, yeah what was that like? The atmosphere was just really cold, as you would, would say. Uh, 
people were were more uh, indifferent to one another. They were just like looking down and yeah. going about their business uh, as usual. But but you could just feel the, the intensity around people yeah. and that that uh, this was war. It was a melee fight that just yeah. was about to go go down. So a really strange. Uh, thing to to witness because yeah as i said earlier the world championship is, is a whole nother deal uh, everyone yeah. is friendly and uh, chatting with each other here at the olympics you are way more focused and you're just going around your own business yeah and so that i mean some of those things had to be mental because it's like i'm just like changing your bikes moments before because of x y and z protest and changing that you know it, it, it had to be it had to be another another battle and so that all being said, you know, now that we got all that out of the way, I, I kind of, I've kind of also now latched onto the fact that you're kind of da- you're tapping into some mass start racing. So what, what's, what's 2024 looking like for Rasmussen? Hopefully a lot more medicine. Um, yeah. And maybe, uh, maybe some omniums and yeah. other disciplines such as scratch and so on, because I just want to evolve as a as a rider, and it's more fun to to do more uh, disciplines yeah. than just the team pursuit. Because Show you're just it. sitting down in the the box and looking at people going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's way more fun. Yeah, and so what is what is selection like looking like that for you guys? Like, is it is it kind of like they're giving you the guys the leeway, or you know, with um, um, you know, Morkoff and Lawson Norman Hansen? Like, are those guys? kind of phasing out or what's that looking like how do you guys compete for those spots i mean those guys you're you're literally fighting for the best madison riders in the world yeah and right now lesser and marco is 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 currently not in the project uh, yeah. if you would say so on they are trying to focus more on the roads right now um yeah. but they can definitely go go into the project as as soon as they will as soon uh, as they want hopefully Hopefully up to the Olympics, they, they come around again. But um, right now, it's just everyone has the chance to to go out and do the thing. I think Casper uh, is really looking forward to see how much we develop as riders and see who has the potential to to break down these spots and hopefully take another medal soon. Yeah, and so one thing that I really like about your team and, and I'm kind of curious about is you guys have a very like infectious um like vibe going on like i can always see you guys cracking smiles you're always you're always you know having fun in the pit but when it's race time it's race time but like in the pit you guys are having fun like you guys aren't super stressed um i mean you could be but I, you you do a very good not showing it so like is more or morkov and and those guys some of the older guys you know coming down saying hey you guys should try this do this do that are they giving you some advice or is it pretty cold shoulder like hey those are my trade secrets. Don't want to share those secrets kind of thing. No, I think uh, in Denmark, we have a really cool culture. Um, it all starts actually when you're a young rider because yeah. everyone is training with each other and giving um, yeah, another knowledge about uh, how to race a race and so on. So just it starts from when you're really young and then you just go up and have the same culture as you did before. So everyone is uh, just uh, giving advices out and trying to help one another. No, and that's super cool. And so, so now going forward, so now you're in Mallorca, you're training. What's 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 next on the calendar for you, man? Where are we going to see you next in in Europe or America or wherever? I, I think uh, Glasgow would be the next one to the Nation Cups. Okay. Uh, we are looking forward to that, of course, and then we are trying to to have some training camps up upwards uh, and trying to get the shape as best possible. 
and that would be the first test we really have of, on our new team because yeah as you mentioned before Les is out and so is Niklas and Frederik Runberg right now um, yeah they have the potential to come back if they want to but uh, they are focusing on the on the road again so yeah we have a new team and we have to see where we can go with that yeah because it seems like after the olympics you units just freaking sign world tour contracts and you're on to uh, the next thing i mean go down the list of, of team yeah, pursuit guys it's just all signing and contracts. you can see you can see people like matthew Walsh and and sam willsford and and yeah. so on everyone is trying their luck on the road right now and it's a it's a good thing because this is where the money is right now yeah it's on the road yeah so you you have to to give that a chance so do you have any passion to maybe go to the road or is it like hey you know you got some unfinished business on the track or is it kind of like hey that's not me or what i think uh, i have some unfinished business at the track of course uh, yeah <laughs> i really want to exchange that uh, silver to a gold medal yeah but i think for it, we're just looking to 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 try and and see how i get at best uh, possible uh, a rider um, and just see how I I can expand my my different attributes and to to get it better. So, are you riding for a road team at all, or are you just like you just chilling chilling with the nah, national team on the track? Just a local uh, local team in Denmark, uh, nothing yeah. big. Uh, I think I'm a bit too heavy for the road. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's still difficult uh, with the, those extra kilos. So it's it's more uh, going full gas on the velodrome, and then I have to take. The training that it is uh, by racing on the roads. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, are you you got any six days in plan, Virenzola, anything like that? Anything coming up? Nothing special right now. Uh, we just yeah, just nations cup. right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect, man. And so, so now I'm gonna dive into some of these questions because we got yeah. we got we got some pretty funny ones, um, and we got some serious ones. Yeah. Um, I got a serious one we'll start we'll start serious so when yeah. thinking about training how does perspective on how does perspective on your training dictate how well you train so i'm assuming the way he's asking that is when you go in to look at your training um is it how how is it laid out and how is it organized for whatever block right like are you training through world cups or are you you know, peaking for these world cups, like what is it one goal, one mission? Like, you know, cause GB has that thought process, right? So it's like, they're always the Olympics. They're always the Olympics. So they could care less about the nation's cups because they know they'll qualify, but, yeah. but yeah. So w what's it like going into your training? Because I mean, for a U.S. rider, we, we have to, we have to do the best we can at everything we do or we won't yeah. get selected for anything. Yeah, I think um, I think we got the best of both worlds, uh, yeah. if you can say that. I think the overall <laughs> overall objective is still the Olympics, of course, and that's where we're pinning it. Um, but you know, it's it, it's hard to train just for a goal that is four years ahead of you. Yeah. So we have to 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 pinpoint out some some other goals along the way, and of course, world championship is one of them, and then the nation cup comes after. Um, but we also we're always trying to to have like I think three main goals every season that we are trying to peak at, and hopefully we we have some blocks that is uh, really contributing to that uh, up to to the races. So definitely, like, yeah, like three goals. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. So lay it out in three goals, and those are the three targets. The yeah. next question. This is a great question. Uh, Mishi is wondering if you are a good dancer. 
Oh, uh, she saw me at the <laughs> at the party we had. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually funny because yeah, you know how we met. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We met. Bar, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, we I met Rasmussen dancing at the bar. Um, we bumped each other a few times in a Madison trying to go for some sprints. Yeah. And after, and we were the two biggest fellas there. And after that, we then bumped into each other dancing <laughs> really yeah, hard. We had a bromance. Yeah. yeah, we had a bromance, man. It was a good <laughs> we time. Had a bromance. Yeah. It was a good time, man. And so, so yeah. And so, is is it kind of like that at most most races you go to? Like, do you kind of do you take when when you finish a race? Like, you know, for me, that was the first time I've I've done that post race. But I knew I had an off season coming up for a couple weeks. Um, What's it like for you? Like after you do a big race or after you do an event, do you take do you take some time to reset or, you know? Normally not. It was just because yeah we had off season. Same also, thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So it just uh, went up to yeah. So yeah. Something we like we could do. Normally we don't uh, <laughs> we don't party that hard. But uh, actually, Michi actually told me that uh, sometimes she thought the the danger could be a bit um, discreet. No, not discreet. How do you say indifferent? Maybe indifferent. Um, okay. Yeah, out on the tracks, they oh, just like quiet would, to themselves. Yeah, they're quiet yeah. to themselves. Yeah, not uh, chatting so much and not uh, interrogating with the other people. So, uh, so I think that's really just cyclists, that. man. Yeah, like if we're being exactly. real, like everybody, like cyclists can be weird, like and they can yeah. just be like kind of closed off and they don't want to, they don't want to show their cards. And you know, we're cyclists, we're not dancers. So the last thing uh, we want to do is go into a club or whatever and start dancing and look like a bunch of buffoons uh, so yeah so yeah it's, it's something that we have to to take with us that we have to be a bit more open sometimes because uh, yeah we are friendly uh, hopefully no, you will see that I, yeah. I thought you guys were too yeah no i think and and you know i'm not going to mention it but there were some teams in there that i don't know why they were even there they were just yeah. they were bringing the vibe down they were killing yeah. the vibe and i even told them that i said dude <laughs> Uh, yeah, you I might remember. be able to. You <laughs> might be able to crush me on a bike, but Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, come on, pull your head in. But anyways, yeah. forget it. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> you guys are a lot of fun. Uh, and now your Madison partner is very curious what size your calves are. Uh, yeah, Have you measured? Thing, do, you, do you measure your calves? No, no. It, it was something a long time ago. I, I told him <laughs> that I really want uh, strong calves and uh, big calves. Yeah. So yeah. They've been teasing me with that ever since. So yeah. Well, well, no, it's funny because I think like you two are like polar opposites, kind of. Like he's kind of small, and then you're kind of you're, you're bigger, and so like both of you guys being Madison partners, I think is awesome because it's just yeah. like you're the best of both worlds. And he's a scrappy little dude, man. He's ah, he's he 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 he's like eight foot tall in an omnium, in my opinion. Yeah. He he will put his wheel where he knows it needs to be. And so I got mad respect for him. His next question for you is what's your, who's your favorite swimmer? Mm. I'm assuming Again, this, uh, this has to be uh, an inside uh, joke. Yeah, uh, exactly. Again, uh, once and again, uh, an inside joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is a, he's a, a freak sometimes. He's a madman. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So, so anyways, so diving forward, um, I ask everybody this question when they're on the podcast and you, I don't know if you've heard it before, but um, if you could have a cup of coffee or a beer, glass of wine, go out to a dance party, I don't know, one individual, anybody, dead or alive, who would that person be? What's the drink of choice and why? Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And I would say a whiskey sour. And yeah, I don't know the topic yet, but uh, 
I would ask him anything. Uh, so he's an, he's my idol. Before we before we continue the whiskey sour, do you do the egg white? Yeah, yeah, do the egg white. All right, cool. I was just making sure, man. And so, okay. and Tom Brady, <laughs> why why Tom Brady? Um, I think my brother introduced me to American football or NFL. Uh, okay, we would just say football in America. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, it was the Patriots that was, was the best team at the moment, and yeah, so on. I, I became a a fan huge, of them and huge Tom Brady fan. Yeah, exactly. No, so, so a bit you sad right now he's uh, he's just up, so he retired. Dude, but he's the it's goat, man. Thing. He's yeah, a legend. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of one of those things. Like stop while you're on top. But even then, he didn't stop while he was on top. He could easily have won another Super Bowl and yeah. then stopped. But exactly. he, you know, didn't make it. Counted his. I mean, he, to me, he was going to retire either way at that yeah. point. Like if you if you don't quit while you're on top, like that to me means you're done. Like you're you've 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 hit the hard stop but i mean 20 what was it like 22 seasons or something like that yeah, or something I think crazy so. yeah. yeah it's it's that's mental and so yeah. no that's cool man well anyways thanks so much for jumping on the podcast guys if you haven't already please go check out his social media down in the description below um check out the danish team go check out dan you probably already checked out dan you probably listen to this podcast because dan's been on it before um but uh <laughs> but yeah anyways we'll see you next time cheers we'll see you